Welcome to Ice Fleet. The players are Russian members of a surveying team sent here to the frozen wilderness to plan out a seaport. Instead, they find a frozen fleet and the mysteries that lie within. It is September 1930, not even a decade removed from the formation of the Soviet Union. The characters are Grigor, a meteorologist, Pavel, a guide, Igor, a guide, Oleg, meteorologist and Pavel's younger brother, Oni, a field medic, and Ludmilla, a guide. Let's listen as they go on a dark, cold adventure. Recording. There we go. And I don't need any scare screen sharing or anything like that because I did it. Ooh, theater of the mind. It's all theater of the mind. Use your brain. Sweet. Use your imagination. So yes, you guys are a surveying crew. You've m- m- been uh, sent up to the frozen tundras of of northern Russia. This on this you know barren, inhospitable place. The only thing you know, like the only thing you recall seeing after you've seen your last tiny village was there was a there was a strange spot where there were stone pillars and you saw this in like the the the, the dusk as you the night before you finally made it to this little tiny camp but there's you know these stone pillars almost like a stonehenge it kind of caught your eye but you know the the you know you you have a couple of guides that may or may not know some stories about that you know i i know some of you are guides so you could you know think about let, let me know that but yeah you are Basically, you're in just a tiny barracks, okay? There's there's a six of you, and there's six other people. There's 21 dogs here. There's one cat here. I mean, this is like a – it's a tiny – like a bunkhouse from a campground. It's just there, – there's, there's nothing here. There's no electricity. There's no roads. There's none of that. It's just you in the frozen tundra. There's not even – there's not even trees around because – is so cold that the trees, any trees you've seen have just been like little tiny shrubs. The only real sign of life you've seen is lichen. And, you know, there's stories that there's polar bears and wolves out there, but what are they eating? There's nothing out here. You know, it's, it's so empty. It's so, 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 so cold and so miserable. And you're, it's September and you know, like, you were out to survey the land and, you know, get going and let somebody else come back next summer to clean things up. But three weeks ago, uh, as you were, as, as the team was blowing out the permafrost to make, make room for where you're putting this, um, uh, a seaport that was decided to be built way up here North, uh, you, they blew up the, the permafrost and you saw these things jutting out of the, the ice and it looked like trees, you know, from the distance, you know, there's long, big, long, you know, pieces of wood, but upon closer inspection, they were the masts of a fleet of ships. And it was strange to you that, you know, there was, how did these ships get caught in the ice here? So, you know, the, the surveying stopped while they checked out the boats and you know that, you know, so you, you blew up one of the boats. It was called the St. Anna. 
And that was, you know, there's more boats that you could see. And you know that uh, Klimov, and he is the, um, he's the leader of the surveying crew, Klimov. He has found the captain's log for the, uh, for the St. Anna. And he's been pretty tight-lipped about it. But he had to make a report. And now you know that in the coming, just in the coming next two days, uh, the basically the you know the the government government agents are coming. Uh, the they're called the OGPU soldiers are coming, and they're going to come check it out. And you know it's got everybody up in arms because they're they're supposed to be coming within the next two days, and there's a lot of worry about what they're going to do because you know if it's a big deal that shuts you down, and you don't know what happens. If it's not a big deal. You don't know what kind of attitude you're going to get for, you know, calling them out here into the middle of nowhere. You know what that might end in some punishment for you because you're not doing your job. You're wasting their time. So there's there's a little bit of uh, anger. And you've noticed just within the last week, things have been getting real testy in the barracks. You know, like the the door wasn't won't close all the way. So it's always a cold breeze coming through and, you know, just people are just getting in each other's way and there's every now and then it's come to, you know, it hasn't quite come to fisticuffs, but you could, you could just feel the tension rising between everybody. And uh, so that's where we're started tonight. And Klimov, the, the uh, leader of the surveying group has now called you all together. Uh, he's having a cigarette outside in the cold and he's called you guys out in the cold and he's, uh, he's feeding the dogs in a dog pen that's around. Well, good. I'm glad you are here. What, why, what, what did you want from us, comrade? As you know, we found this size fleet. You know, it's a big deal. You know, I, I don't know what it is. It's a big mystery, right? <clears throat> yeah, that's why we uh, called out the military, right? That was your decision, right? Well, I mean, it was it was it was my duty. That's you know, you say decision as if I had choice. It is my duty to you know report what I see and what I find. I I, I make a, I make a report every week. I make a report about this. It is what I must do for for the mother country, of course. Of course, comrade. I meant no, nothing. No disrespect. I just why no, did no, you call? Why did you call we, us here? We're we're all on edge. I, I I see that with, you know, everybody everybody's within fighting, and you know we're it's too cramped in that in that camp around. Agreed. Yes. Da. It's, it's little warmer <laughs> than outside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> out here it's cold everywhere. Even inside, outside, it's all the same. No. That's why we have these big gloves, big big hooded, big hooded coats. It is it is rather uh, unfortunate. This this weather will break no time soon. No, and with with I, I you know with the people coming with the with the uh, soldiers coming within two days, uh, we only have two days for what I want to um, what I want to do. What 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 is what is that exactly? Well, as you know, I've 
seen the captain's log of the uh, Santa Saint Anna, the, the the first boat we found, right? Yes. Uh. Now you say now you say this is what you want to do, but uh, we had. Is this not your duty? Yeah. What was in the uh, captain's log that has you on edge, comrade? Well, it's just that it seems the the uh, passengers and the crew uh, they might have been Saurus, uh, 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 you know, aristocrats, uh, you know, maybe maybe left during the the start of the revolution. Tui <coughs> on them, aristocrats. Uh, yes, well, um, indeed, of course, of course. But, uh, you know, that that makes me think, though, that, you know, I, I know not what happened. I care not what happened. They are, you know, we, f we found some remains. They are stuck in ice. They are dead now. However, Good. How, they cannot take it all with them. Although, apparently, they tried to take a lot with them, if you know what I mean. And I know that in, in this new... So you want us to do an initial survey of the fleet? Well, before. I just think that, you know, in this, obviously with, uh, you know, this new uh, right of everybody's equal and everybody's share, share alike. But I think we all know that some people share more and share more alike with others and others. You know, some, you know, money still talks even in this, in this great new world of ours. Plus, who knows what else is there? What mysteries? What else? What other mysteries might there be? You know, besides. Well, you're the, read, you're the one who read the captain's log. What other mysteries might there be? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I don't. I, yeah, there are many they, ships there. I, I only know that they sent out an SOS at one point that was never answered. But otherwise, uh, no real answers. Well, what is in this SOS? Only that they were, they found something, and and that some things were happening, but it was very, very vague. This desolate place, what could be fine? Crew unrest, but I figure a crew always unrest. You know, you you're you're on a long boat journey. I mean, there's always crew unrest, but it seemed more than that. This captain was very, very concerned about something he found, and he almost wanted to turn around, but. Whatever happened, he he stopped here in the middle of nowhere and got frozen in this ice. I know that you you six are my more adventurous uh, surveyors, and meteorologists, and whatnot. I know that I I, I can see within you that you're the the craving for adventure and for knowledge, and uh, that is why I called you to help me. You know, see more. You know, find more. And and if we find more, as the more adventurous, we get more, right? All things being equal, of course. Great all knowledge. things being equal, but I'd rather be equal in warmer spots, Pavel. <laughs> yes, all things being equal amongst the seven of us, not the twelve of us. I mean, depending on what we find, it could be equal between twelve of us and go no further. I don't, you know... I mean, they're coming with are 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 uh, the rest of them coming with us? Uh, no, but not 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 in this first expedition. But you know, I mean, 
look at our small camp. How many secrets can be kept? I like our odds if something, we find something, you know, seven of us, five of them, but. I'll tell you what I did see, though. Depends on what we find. Well, I mean, you know, we'll we will get to that bridge. You know, we'll cross it when we get to that bridge. Well, I'm fine going. I don't want to be around Vladimir anymore. He smells worse than these dogs of yours. <laughs> these dogs are friendlier too. <laughs> exactly. I, I go, think to I prevent go conflict, I'll leave half of a crate of. Uh, Sample preservation fluid with the camp, and we'll take the other calf. You know, I go where Pavel. I go where I go where Pavel goes. Thank you, little brother. Indeed. I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what I did see. Well, the last time I was on the, I was on the Santana, the boat, uh, you know, I, I the wind was picking up, and I knew that it was getting dark. It was time to return, but. Uh, looking down, I noticed something. There was a... Uh, in the ice next to the boat was another boat. A small brig. Looked like it was the Gordy. The Proud. According to the log, it was stuck in ice right beside the this, this steamship Santa Ana. But between the two, I saw a strange protrusion within, within the ice between them. It was like an explosion. But it was like frozen solid. It wasn't, you know, it shimmered. It was very strange. It caught my eye. I, I see this protrusion, this thing is like somehow connecting the two boats. But I think there's something in that breach between that, something there. And I, I, I think that is what makes me the most curious. That's what I want us to look for. Well, let us go. I shall guide the way. As, as, as you know, it's still a few miles, you know, a few kilometers out of here. We'll we'll take uh, we'll take two dog sleds. Com comrade Klim Klimov, are 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 we sure it is uh safe safe enough for for uh uh love a lovely young 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 lady to to join us on such a harrowing harrowing chase. For are you, are, you talk, are you talking about me? Uh, and I, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I will be fine. No well, need to worry. Soviet Russia, all are equal. Yes, you all are equal. That's right, Grigor. That's right. Oh, like you know, have no, oh, like you will never have a chance with Ludmilla. <laughs> <laughs> I could take you in an arm wrestle any day. That is that is quite likely. <laughs> I will not be joining you on this this journey. However, I will. I must stay behind on the expedition. You know, I must keep the other six in line, and I must be here in case these soldiers show up early. I don't want them to, but I will. If if they do, I will distract them. Otherwise, maybe with these stone pillars, or maybe with another dig, show them the dig site before we get to the boats. I I, I don't know. I will figure it out if it happens. Very well. We will leave in morning light. Yes, grab grab plenty of supplies. You never know what you'll find there. Get to, you know, lamps, lanterns. Ice picking tools, rope, 
You take it. Ah. Basic explorers pack, yeah. Ten foot pole, all the all of the above. Spam. Caltrops. Bring, bring many tins of meat. Mm-hmm. Bring these anchovies and sardines. Take as many as you want. I don't want them. All right. Uh, Pavel, as his, as a guide, would probably know what to take to pack for two sleds worth of stuff. Um, I'm guessing with three of us on a sled, dogs pulling it, and we've each got quite a bit that we could probably carry on the back of the sleds. That's what out they're game, made for. Out of game question, I don't, what is, so Chad, your your character, Igor, what is, or or it's not just pronounced Igor, <laughs> what, what is, what is your uh, profession within our group? Uh, <clears throat> Igor is also a guide. We have all guides. So is Umila. We're so good. Yeah. I'm a meteorologist, so I'm, I'm a whole lot of good. Um, I am also a meteorologist, although I oh, am I got competition. Jeez. And o- Oni, what's Oni? Oni's the medic, right? I am the field medic. Yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we got one, yes. Oh, and so then... Oni, Oni you, you should pack equipment in case, God forbid, anyone gets injured. Uh, or like Gregor, whatever. You bring whatever tools you need. I, I don't even understand. That uh, bone saw. Eagle and Mill and I will uh, will pack up uh, before before Klimov leaves. Are there? May we bring a couple rifles uh, with us? Yes, one per sled. So two These rifles are big enough for uh, bears. I hope. <clears throat> uh, should I go to the uh, weapons chest and get those out, comrade? Yes, yes, go for it. Yes. All right. When I get to the weapons chest, what else do I see in there? Grenades, <laughs> plastic. Is there handguns? Like, is there more that I could take? I mean, there's there's like dynamite for the blasting of the permafrost. There's you know, but otherwise, there's 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 a couple handguns as well. I will take a couple of handguns and the plastic as well. Igor and Lumilla and I will surreptitiously get that stuff. Good going, Pablo. Good thinking. Well, it seems kind of less important that I have a gun now, doesn't it? If everybody else is going to have a gun all (laughs) willy-nilly. Seems kind of less important. Somebody has a flask when I'm uh, (laughs) flashing away a half a crate of uh, sample preservation. Right. I, I thought you were going to say since somebody else has opium, maybe a flask isn't. (laughs) We don't know how much opium I Half a kilo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as uh, Grigor and Oleg, you know that um, as meteorologists, you notice that um, you know that this area is known for its meteor, like meteor, like you've seen meteorites in this area. It's, it's like a known phenomenon for this uh, this far north into the, and that is something that you guys know just offhand. But very well. The the next morning comes and it's, you know, just another bitter, cold morning in the Russian, you know, tundra. Fucking cold yesterday, cold today, fucking cold tomorrow. 
All I do is like write down numbers for my instruments in the log. There's no forecasting to be done. <clears throat> well, let's say goodbye to the red shirts and get out our way. Wear the red shirts. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> we'll just say say goodbye to the um what are they called? What are they called? Um oh but extras just the just in cases. <laughs> as, you, as you see, as you as you see, as you see, Pavel, I've worn my red my red long johns for this trip. Never a good idea, Oleg. Never a good idea. I, I got one hit point. Yeah, out of game question. Is there like so if I if I lose my one hit point, is is can the medic save me from death or am I screwed? Uh well, I believe I I'm I don't know if I put it in there, but once you start losing hit points, like you you lose your hit point, but then you start losing your strength score. So oh, whenever your okay. strength score like starts going down, okay. and once once the strength score goes down, if your strength score gets to zero, that's when you're dead. Okay. But also though, if you if you do drop to zero hit points, then you have to make a critical roll versus your strength. So like you have one hit point. Okay. So if you take four hit points, you lose the one hit point and then three hit points. And then you'd have to roll versus your new strength score or which is whatever your strength is minus three. Okay. And if it's, if it's critical shit happens, you know, it, it, like I said, if you drop to zero, then you're dead. Got it. Cool. All right. So let's head out, make sure the dogs are in good shape and head towards the the ship i'm assuming that at least one of the us guides has been to this place before with yeah i mean you 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 you've all seen it like those talk about it you've, you it was kind of you know where you were surveying anyways so yep and and everybody you know you've had you've had time to like look but not really explore this boat <laughs> oh oleg's gonna try to get on the sled with ludmilla She like moves. She's like, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna get on the other sled. <laughs> the dogs are barking and yipping at each other, and even they seem kind of like oddly enough, like they seem like they're also on edge. They're kind of being more nippy, snapping, you know, for their food and treats, snapping at each other more than more than is usual that you've seen. And you know, you're just like. Maybe the damn cold is getting to them as well. Who knows? Who knows? But you head out the uh, the uh, couple kilometers, and you get to your the uh, this this over. You're overlooking this bay of a frozen ice, this glacier, and you see the the mass sticking out, and you see the you see the boat that. Um, the Saint Anna, that the one that you've that has been cleared off, and um, you can see from here that it looks like you can see the top of the bridge, and there's like a hole, like a tear in 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 the top of the bridge that you might be able to, you know, the top deck, or you might be able to get through the bridge. But that's that's what you see, and you also see the two two giant pipes, you know, the steam pipes. Further beyond the uh, the big mast that's sticking out, the Santa Ana uh, are more than one boat of uh, available. Are, 
exposed at the surface that we can get in or are they all like submerged no it just Anna? they're they're all submerged it's just the saint anna is the only one that's kind of been sort of cleared away that you could start making out that it used to be a boat whereas the rest of them you just see like you know the tops of masts or the tops of uh steamships you know steam things it, there's it's 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 a you know maybe a dozen boats altogether but a dozen masts but you can't you don't know how many boats you know are frozen in the ice whether this entire fleet was there what 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 it is but this saint anna is the only one that you can see but you can also see from this distance they're like <laughs> kind of the gap between between where the more ice is, there's like another gap, and you you see where probably Klimov said he saw a, the second boat frozen in ice. But it seems still frozen solid that it wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to get to that boat. You can only you you'd have to make it through the Saint Anna. All right. Well, let's do All that. Right. Let's. Uh... I'm sure we bought en brought enough uh, flashlights. Let's uh, check below on the Santa Ana. Oni makes sure to grab a, a bag with some of the essential medical equipment, a bone saw, some bandages. I will also grab <laughs> a bottle. Stuff in a small bag. There you go. I will grab a bottle along with my uh, flashlight. And I'll start off with some Dutch courage, and then I'll go below. All right. So you you stepping on what you assume is the promenade deck of the of the Saint Anna. Uh, you you you've left the dogs kind of you know tied off at the end. I assume you know just you know close at hand, but you know not too far off. The promenade wraps around the ship's middle third. Its front occupied by the captain's quarters and bridge. It's back diving into impenetrable snow. Two massive funnels protruding from the deck cast long shadows and provide some small shelter from the, the bitter cold wind. A trail of cleared snow leads around a giant tear in the ship. <clears throat> and it goes to the broken windows of the bridge. So there's a, you know, you're on this, on the promenade, there's like a tear going down. And beyond that is the windows to the bridge. And you notice that uh, by the um, by those steam uh, you know funnels, there are some skylights leading down into the boat as well. There's a jumble of snow, broken planes, and iron lining a large tear in the, the lining that large tear in the ship, and crooked metal strips of torn casing glistening with neat rows of rivets raised up like tentacles of some mystic beast. So something really busted into this thing is really torn in so you could so that's what you see here on the top of the boat I would think we should start at the bridge that twisted skylight you've just described is that are the, oh, so, is it so torn and twisted going in or torn and twisted coming out it's torn and twisted going in, and that's a. It's more of a tear. There, there are actual skylights, like the skylights and the tear in the ship are diff are two separate things. The skylights are. You just know from like they're just part of the boat, and they were they were made this way, and they're you know made of made of glass. Where this tear, something tore through it, 
somehow, and it, it seems to be going. It, it seems like almost as if like the boat maybe was like kind of broken and, and at this terror net just uh. blasted up that way. Uh, the 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 terror that is in the boat uh, does that appear to be like from an animal or something larger that we wouldn't be unable to recognize? Um, I mean, it's you know. Why don't you give me an intelligence? You can roll 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 your against your intelligence. Uh, I got will. yeah strength. Oh, will. Uh, yeah. Roll yeah. against your uh, will. Okay, with a d twenty. Yeah, and you want okay. you want to meet it and or under it. Oh yeah. Uh, Igor goes. Well, I uh. Never seen quite a beast like this. Uh, yes, uh, definitely not a not a ferret. Not a ferret. Something much larger. He has no idea. Of course, it's not a ferret. Igor. There's no ferrets up here. Well, I think it's some sort of sea creature. Of course, only thing big enough lives out here: whale or squid or merman. Yeah, I guess it could be a merman. Yes, brother, brother, there's, there's no such thing as as a as a as a merman. Oh, you learned that in your fancy college, did you, Oleg? Igor and I have been out here in the in the wilds. We've seen all sorts of things that your college books wouldn't explain. You, you know, you know, you don't have to belittle me just because I I I took the time to get an education for myself. What do you mean, belittle? You are little. Why must you always do? You must always do this to me in front of in front of others. You mean in front of Ludmilla is what you mean, <laughs> little brother? No, he's through. He's through. This uh, we 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 were when we were younger guides. We had a friend Spingjok, and he uh, yeah, he was quite savvy uh, with the Wormer women. He used to tell many tales of uh, his wild nights. And, uh, yes, of course. He was a yeah. sicko. I would never be caught with a merwoman. You say it right there, Igor. Tales. They're simply tales. They have tales. <laughs> no, more than, no more than stories. You speak of you speak of stories that find you find in children's books, not the kind of books I I, I would read from in school, Pavel. Those are all stories, just different types of stories. And I have book on uh, mermaid, the uh, woman. I'll show you when we get back. It's yes. very true. Oh, oh it's I not can't, to be I, seen in mixed company. So no offense, so, Ludmilla. Oh, not taken. I have my own book. <laughs> oh. So, so we're all decided place. it's Merman, and let's go down and find the mer Merman. <laughs> all right. Um, so where you know, so like you, you have options. There's. We'll start at the bridge. Start at the bridge. All right. Um, so yeah, you, 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 you can. You're able to. You know, like the the window has long. You know, the the viewing window to see out has long since been shattered and is broken. It's, it's, it's gone. Um, 
you, you, uh, Pavel, Igor, and Grigor was the other guy, third guy, correct? You notice um, white tufts of fur kind of like clinging to, you know, like, like as you go into it, you know, like, so clinging to like any edges uh, of the, you know, ripped metal or ripped glass, you see tufts of white fur clinging to surfaces. <clears throat> but yeah, you, you, you enter the bridge and it just, there's just the smell of just the sea, but like rotting sea, like a, you know, like a, you know, when the sea gets stagnant, you know, like a, like a little tide pool, there's just, there's just rot in the air. Um, you, you, the, 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 the bridge has just been torn and sacked, you know, drawers are pulled out and lying open. Uh, there, there seems to be like missing books. Um, there's an open door in the back. You see a, a messy pile of human remains and the door, uh, it leads to a staircase that leads down. And, you know, you, you know, for certain that, you know, Klimov have, has been here. So he's, he's probably the one who's been ransacking the place. Probably. So, but do there we are, have white fur? No, this is either obviously. Yeah, exactly. Grigor knows it's either a polar bear or Yeti. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly Snow Fox, but more likely Yeti or Polar Bear or potentially Krampus. Pavel, Pavel, you, 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 you make up these, you make up these, these fantastical creatures and, and they're nothing, it's nothing but talk. Ludmilla, Igor, back me up, right? You, you know oh. Abominable Snowman. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also have a book on the, that one. It's a uh, much, much uh, more graphic read. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you're into such thing. It's strange, though, that they left the uh, human remains. You would think that they'd take it back to their cave and eat it. Like the Wampas. Then that's the points to the then that uh, definitely points to Krampus. Uh, yes. There yes. you go. Okay, we all decided this Krampus now. I am fine. going to take another long drink uh, from a bottle, and I said, "Let's go find this Krampus." I, I go to Gregor. I go to Gregor. I go. Can, can I? Can, can can can? Would you? I will share my spam if you will share your drink. I, oh, I yeah. cannot. I cannot I take my brother sober in this state. I got a half a crate, so yeah, I'll, I'll pass your bottle over. Well, yeah, I just, is, uh, also, I just is there any notes. equipment that would be useful here? Uh, I, I'll take a look around and see if I see any, uh, like, see if they had a first aid kit or something. All right. Um, I mean, you you look through it. it whether if there was some first aid kit here. I mean, you, you think there probably should have been, you know, with being in the bridge of the boat, but it, it is long. There's long as presents. There's nothing useful in any of these turned up drawers or or anything that you can find. It's all right. I bought enough. I brought enough supplies. We'll be fine. But I was hoping to find some good pills or something. Is there any uh, 
radio or electronic equipment that might be there or working? Um, you do see a, a spot where like a, a, I guess a telegram maybe you know, would, would probably be era appropriate for this kind of thing. But you, you know, like it's 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 long rusted over and frozen over, and but you know, it, it's frosted over because it's you know long long since disconnected. Do we have any sense of how long the dead guy's been here? You can spend some time investigating that. Uh, that seems more of an only thing than for me. I I'd like to go down the stairs. I'm field medic. I am not tech. Pa- pa- Pavel, Pavel, only is only is man of education like like me. He's he's not he's not a how, how what 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 they call the the investigators type people. What do I know? You are a guide. You should look and you look and see things. That is perfect. Investi- that is perfect investigation. I tell skill. you where to go. Only go look at the dead man. I will go down the stairs with the lantern. I, I did not. Dead man. I, did, I did not know we voted for you as leader of this exposition. You just said I was the guide. I'm guiding you down the stairs. A guide, not <laughs> the guide. Okay, I, well, I, I'm already gone. You guys are still arguing. I let <laughs> Igor Lubnilov lead us. Down. <laughs> uh, we go uh, see if there's. Uh, Krampus droppings down uh, down in the, the gola to the ship. Yes. Yes. And All right. Only you go check out the dead guy try to figure out what killed him. Um, absolutely. Um, why don't you roll me a d20? All right. I am rolling. I got a nine. The, it, so, like... First of all, this this body is seen like these remains have seen like they've been chewed on, eaten about. But what what the strange thing that catches your eye is that this person's legs seem like they are stuck in the broken floorboards, as if in the jaws of some beast, as if the floorboards were the jaws of some beast that like somehow like trapped this man, this this human. And and stuck him there, and that's how he died. But he's also been eaten. I mean, it's 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 despite being frozen, there's still you know like there's frozen blood, there's frozen gore. It's pretty nasty. But someone nibbled on this this man. Someone nibbled. You do notice as like you know you're 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 you know checking him out, pouring through like a piece of paper. Uh, falls out of his pocket, uh, you know, out of these this, the, the remnants of his clothes. I pick it up and unfold it and see if I can make out anything. Yeah, and this this is the strange thing is that it's it's an admiral's letter. It's 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 got like you know this very fancy type you know this naval uh, typography. This you know very fancy. Um, paper and you know like a very official looking and it's from an admiral guzentis and he decrees that the command of the whole flotilla of this of this fleet is belongs should should be given command to oni bognadov 
Bogdanov is command of the entire flotilla is has is now to Oni Bogdanov. This, this is, I, I, I was never told about any sort of command like this. I, uh, apparently this fleet is mine. You are however, no, no, however, as you say that out loud, there's nobody around because they've all gone down the steps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just turn around and go, oh, I'll hold on to this for later. And I fold it up and like <laughs> put it in my pocket. All right, so um, you go down, down the. Um, I guess it's the four step for the four staircase. Go heading downstairs, and you get to. Um, like it keeps. You can go all the way down to the lower deck. You can head to the main deck, or it also heads down to the upper deck. So I guess there's. There's upper, main deck, and lower deck. So tell me which. I mean, I get, you know, the, the upper deck would be the first deck that you would be able to, like, you know, you go down the steps and hit the upper deck. I, yeah, I would say we would just go deck by deck, right? Especially since the aristocrats and their money are probably on the upper deck. The aristocrats! <laughs> Do we get the sense that going down one deck that we're, like, at sea level? Um,. So as, as you go to the upper deck, I mean, there's still there's still like light filtering in from those skylights above you. Uh, there there are some you know some portholes that are filtering in some light. So th- there's it's very dim light in here on the upper deck, and you feel like you you know you are lowering, and the ice is the ice was here at one point, but. There is enough filtering through that it's not completely pitch black, but it's still. But we're but we're the portholes are under the ice. Uh, they were like at, at some point they might have been like you know that they've been blasted away. Oh okay. So like, and, and you know like if you go t- towards the aft of the ship, which is the back of the ship, uh, you know that that was from what you saw from up top. You know that there there's parts of that that are still under the ice. Gotcha. Is ice forcing its way in through the portholes? Or is uh, it pretty much clear still? I mean, it's there's like frost and there's snow coming in. You know, it's not pushed through. Like, it's not frozen on the inside yet. Okay, I got mixed feelings from, uh, mixed message from Boss Man that uh, are we looking for treasure or are we going to uh investigate the implosion i i grigor i i feel he 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 looked wishes for both well first things first then and i start going through some dresser drawers Uh, sure. Um, what, what here on the upper deck, uh, what I'll tell you is there are one, two, three, four, there are five doors off of this upper deck. You know, like you, you notice that, uh, the, the, the lacquered wood and this kind of like main deck glistens between moldy carpets and green and gold floral wallpaper. There are polished brass handrails 
and there are you know what appear to be electric lamps lining the walls as if this was kind of a a, a fancier boat as it is and as i said there are there are five uh doors leading off of this upper deck so it's one for each of us it would appear Next of us. Oh, like what did that count? Well, no, because Oni's Oni Oni's still on top. Oh, right. Oni Oni owns it all now, but you don't know that. Yeah, we we open all on count of three. There you go. (laughs) All right, um, we'll just go in order as as I see it. Oleg, your door is locked. Okay. Um, I I have a fork. I want to try to pick the lock with the fork. Okay, why don't you roll me for dexterity? Oh, that's at least not my worst stat, so that's good. <laughs> under to do well, right? Yeah, you want to meet it or go under it. And you know what? I'm going to um, Give me feel like maybe, maybe you should have disadvantage because <laughs> you're using a fork as opposed to... Well, yeah, I'll tell okay. you what. Here, no, here's what you do. You so yeah. it's This is a complex save, so... If you pass, you roll d20 twice. If you, if you make both of them, you pass totally. If um, you only one passes, you marginally achieve your goal. Okay. And a twist or a complication may be introduced. And if neither roll pass, then nothing, you know, you don't make it. So. I, I don't know what ever made me thought I was going to pick a lock with a goddamn fork. <laughs> and it's I just bend. I bend two of the tines on the fork as nothing happens because I rolled over on both my. Yeah, you like you you bend it and like you you hear the snap and you know like now you just have like a you know, a two you know, like two a uh, uh, you know a, a one uh, you just have a one one time fork as the other ones have stuck into the keyhole. <laughs> An unsuccessful down here. All right, uh, Ludmila, uh, you you find yourself you know the basically the the four staircase exits um, into this room uh, and and it's a first class it's a saloon. Uh, there's gloomy daylight leaking through skylights and stained glass windows. So like above, you know, this is where those skylights that you saw above are kind of leading into. Um, there is, you know, you're you're kind of behind like a stage area, um, and you open these double doors into this. It's it's pretty dim in here, but it's you know like without you do have the lights coming in. Um, you see that there are remains of the band. They're 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 lying near their instruments where where they have died, and there are other passengers frozen around overturned tables and scattered chairs. Um, you can almost hear, you know, like you could, you could sense the music and the, the, you know, the, the fun that was had here, but, but right now it is just a, a chamber of death and, uh, you know, it's pretty opulent in here. There's, it's lacquer and food stained white linen tablecloths and, and there are, uh, you know, more, more doors heading, heading further in. I, I say jackpots, and I start looking through uh, the, the the remains to see if there's anything that like sparkles in the light or. Sure, absolutely. Why don't you roll me a d twenty? 
20. Okay, so I got a 14. Yeah, you find yourself like a nice handy, like pocket mirror, like a compact, compact, but it's a very fancy one. You could tell that, you know, this is, this is not your standard Russian Soviet issued compact. This is uh, really nice. This is a luxury. Yeah, it's got like the filigree and, you know, all of that good stuff. You, you know that this would, this could, nice. this would get you some extra, extra food, food, foods or whatever you needed. Mm-hmm. So that's right. what you see in, in the saloon amongst all of these bodies. But it does lead further into a, another gallery, and Igor leaves you to explore it. He goes further into the next gallery. Uh, this is a shooting gallery, uh, a spot where the, the rich would have you know had some fun, <laughs> as it were. It, it used to be open to the sea breeze, but is now enclosed by a wall of packed snow and there's there's more you know there's there's more more light here that you could still see and what you see are 20 soldiers lying scattered along this railing so this is like the i don't know starboard side i don't know i don't know boat shit you know that's you know that's not my thing but it's you know it's just it's like an open deck open area but there are 20 soldiers dead soldiers lying scattered along the railing their bodies frozen in anguish. Uh, they have gun, you know, they're, they're frozen guns in their hands. You see one, it looks like an officer. He's slumped by the door that you just entered. He has, he has a gun in his mouth. And a lot of these bodies lying dead have been gnawed at. They've been, they're missing limbs and more than just shot and killed. There's, desecrated somehow and torn apart. Hmm. So Igor will go over to the uh, the one in particular holding the gun to its head and look at it see if he sees that it pulled the trigger or didn't. I assume that wouldn't be an investigation check. <laughs> no, you, 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 you check on that and it, it's clear that this guy, uh, he pulled the trigger on, on himself. Hmm. And you can make me a D20 as well. Yeah, as he's trying to go through maybe his pockets and stuff uh, with an 18 on the die, whatever that may be, though it seems like high is bad in this game. No, you find, <laughs> you, you find uh, you know, like, it, in so in the one hand he has the revolver, and it seems like in the other hand, or at least just put away, it was a bottle of gin that was, you know, it's still kind of, it's still got some gin in it because the gin never froze, right? Yeah, he so looks like it around. He, 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 you think it's you know taking a maybe half of it is gone. You know, guy probably slurped it down before. Yeah, so <clears throat> Igor will uh, before the end trigger alert suicide. Give give a pull on both of those items and possibly you know I'm sure he snaps off a few fingers or whatever's remaining there. Oh yeah, I mean like this you know they're. This one guy hasn't been gnawed at as much as some of the other bodies, which, you know, just, it's a gruesome sight, you know, like you see that, I mean, as, as if someone just came, something came in and just tore these bodies, some of them to pieces, as if something's been feasting on them, as it were. So, Igor will just kind of look, you know, he'll end his turn with, like, looking around the room and um, kind of looking where the hole was and 
he sits down where sits down where the dead guy's at right next to him and then holds the pistol and takes a sip. He kind of yes. just tries to put himself in that mind and uh that's that's what he did. You 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 try to think of like what what would drive you know why what happened here you know you're it's very curious it's a very curious sight you're trying to wonder like you know this guy's a soldier he's 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 big up you know he he's he's a you know a ranking officer and at least in the uh, the old times and you, you you know that he probably had seen some things and done some things what would make him do this is yeah. and, and and that's that's a mystery to you uh but we go to Pavel who is checking out the lounge. Uh, you know, this is for uh, an area for reading and games, but it is now an icy cave. Bodies, luggage, and lounge chairs are scattered around. In the center of the room uh, is in the main companionway with aged brass railings that lead above deck and below is, a, is, a, is the aft staircase. So this is like a big opulent staircase. Um, the one going up to where the promenade where you were is blocked by mast and rigging and, and, you know, a bunch of snow coming in and, you know, the far end of the room is packed snow, but there is, um, uh, another, another door you could say at the end of the room, you know, buried under the ice and snow. And this is where you and Grigor go. And it is a, um, so there is a, another staircase going, you know, the, on the back of the aft of the boats up and down, and, or there's the uh, there's this last door, the smoking room for Grigor. And yes, do you see bodies around? The answer is yes, of course there are bodies around. Sean, you can roll me a Pavel, you can roll me a D twenty to tell me what kind of bodies what happened here. Well I gotta say bodies, luggage, and lounge chairs, great band name. Twelve? <laughs> <laughs> uh twelve. So the some of these bodies have seemed like they've been their skin has been burned and boiled and peeled off. And, I and say small prayer as I hold on to my crucifix and then uh, move on. There is no time for prayers in Soviet Russia. Grigor and is finally into the smoking room. There's an exquisite wood door it, it leads into this smoking room with leather chairs. Excuse me, satin finish, chess pieces scattered about underfoot. You see five what you assume are coal stokers covered in soot and dirt. They died here. They are playing a game of poker. Unmute. Do they look like they uh, died in agony like everybody else, or is it, uh, did smoking do them in? Uh, why don't you roll me a d20, and we'll, I'll tell you what how they seem these guys died. Uh, 16. Oh man, there's nothing. You can't tell how they died, but they just each one of them has this look of horror on their face, as if whatever killed. It, it's almost as if they were frightened to death. They're just this look on their face is just a how you imagine somebody who would be scared to death. What their face would look like. There's just the shock, this fear. You could. Despite you know a decade of 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 death and you know or a decade plus of, of of being dead, you could still almost see the fear in their eyes. They're frozen 
solid eyes. Is there a humidor here in the... <laughs> I'll grab a handful of uh, cigars and put them inside my coat to warm up. Or I'll grab the whole frozen chunk. <laughs> I have big pockets in my parka. Absolutely. You, you do, you know, it is a smoking room. You do find some smoking uh, paraphernalia. Will we meet up back in the uh, central uh, area to discuss what we've seen? Well, yes. I will. I will go out and like, I will describe to the others if they come what I've seen in the smoking room. So at this point, you know, like you've all taken, you've all taken at least 10 to 15 minutes to kind of just, you're all been poking around in your, your, your rooms here, looking at what you got. Um, except Oleg, cause Oleg, you know, just kind of waiting on the hall. Like, <laughs> yeah, Oleg, Oleg's just sitting there, like just shaking but, his head. Like, but you are in the upper deck and there are like, you know, through these portholes, you you there's there's shadow. You know, like you you hear the shadows, and um, at, at one point, you can almost hear the barking of your dogs. So is that but is that kind of, statement you know, is that statement general general to all of us? I mean, I would say the shadows statements. Whenever you see, you know, like Ludmilla would see it in the skylights. Um, any, you know, this, any of the, the smoking room would have had it, you know, a windows, the lounge would have had it, the, you know, so like you do see the shadows and I think Oleg is the one who's kind of unoccupied enough to actually be hearing the dogs frantically, the frantic I, yeah, barking, I, but, I, but I it is, it is deep under You're, you're, you're deep into the boat now. So it's, it's faint. Yeah. I yell, I yell. My pa, pa, brother, pa, Pavel, brother. Yes. There's the dog, the, the, the dogs there. I can, I can hear them from here. They're making, making much noise. Something is, something is, uh, is, is, is getting them upset, scaring them. Okay. Let's take a look. Let's go well, back. That's to the a ride. <laughs> can we go back to the front of the ship and look over to see if there are what's going on with them? Well, so you guys all meet up in the promenade, you know, in the, on the, or on the upper deck, you know, at the stairs. Oni has come down. You guys are all meet up. So your plan is to go back out? We've got to check I mean, on the dogs because that's Like, our, yeah, to check out the dogs. So, like, I, wherever the shooting area was, could we see them from there? Because that sort of is outside, right? So, well, no, the shooting gallery was kind of enclosed by snow and ice. It was just, oh, like, okay. it, it was once open, but it is now not open is what... Could could we see the dogs from the bridge? Because if that's the case, I'd like to go back up on the bridge. It is, but as you you know, like as you all meet up, you don't hear the dogs. Even you all like do not hear the dogs. Hmm. It must be okay, or they are all dead. However, in either case, there's nothing for us to do from about. your fantasy monsters killing them. Not so much of a fantasy anymore, is it, Oleg? Not so much of a fantasy anymore. That's what you sound like. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting cranky. I've had too much to drink, and I have not eaten enough food. I will. I, I will. I will. I will die. I will take it down a little bit. Here's a here's a box or a can of kippers for you. 
Enjoy. And we can uh, go and have a, a peaceful evening repast at the uh, at the sleds, and we can check on the dogs, and then we can like regroup and go down below. What uh, troubles me, however, from listening to your accounts of the other rooms is that something overcame a whole squad of soldiers. And I don't think that the guns we brought are going to uh, do much better. Did Oni, Oni just come, Oni just come from, come from the ups, from the upstairs, from the out, out, outer area. You hear, you hear anything with dogs? Oni, you hear any, any noise, any, everything okay with our, with our ride home back to, back to home. Did I end up hearing them? Like, yeah, you you would have heard them, and then you you heard the barking, and then like, then it's it did stop, and it was almost a fearful, frantic barking, and then it was, then the barking stopped suddenly, yeah, or at least it like, it got lesser and lesser, and then it suddenly stopped. You, you guys, the uh, dogs, I heard them. We we, we should probably go look, see. Uh, See if dog's okay. You uh, will come up. Yes. Yes. Let let um, let us let us let us go. Yep. All right. So um, you you head back. You're back up to the bridge, and you you're looking out into onto the promenade, and the light now is getting dim outside. You know, it's 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 you're in the you're in the north. You know, this is. It gets dark early here, right? Yeah. But you see something sloping down from where you left the dogs, and it's a big shape. But you can't tell what it is because, you know, it's gray. It's dark. It's far. But you see movement. But you also see where the dogs were like a darkness, uh, like a a stain on, on, on the ground. So something is moving from the dogs where the dogs were to where you are now, but you do not hear or see the dog movement, but you see this other movement and it is something large, but you can't tell what it is from here. It's lumbering towards the boat that you're currently on. Do the, can, the, uh, can, can, does it see us specifically? Is there There's, any way to tell that? There is no way to tell. I I I want to take one of our rifles and shoot at it. You're about to uh, find out, Oleg, uh, not to not to harp on your brother when this Krampus uh, eats us. So you know, I apologize quickly. Yes, I Pavel, apologize Pavel, very quickly. Pavel, why you 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 attract this thing to us? <laughs> My noise and bring it and let it know our location. While we argue, I go down to the shooting deck and get some more rifles. <laughs> Sean, roll me a D8. Yay. I have one of those. Figured. I got a six. Very good. Um, at this point, 
you you know you you take your aim you 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 fire your shot and it seems like this you you hit this bulk of this creature you said a 6 yes and you hear a roar a large roar and then you see it stop and it almost it looks at you and i would like you to make a will check for me. Is will the same as sanity? Basically. <laughs> In this case, yeah, I bet it is. I rolled a six and my will is 12. I, you lose one, one will point from that, but so your will is now down 11, but it's like it sees you and whatever it is sees, you know, like it just, it scares the hell out of you, but it doesn't but that's you know you don't you know, you don't you don't faint or anything out of that. But you know it's there's just something off. Like you see, it's red eyes looking right at you, even though at this distance you think, how is that possible? And what is what am I looking at? And you can't even tell. And and you've hit it, and 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 that's that. And then it, well, it runs off. Brother, you look you look shook. Are you are you? I I've seen this face only but a few times. Perhaps it is something other than Krampus. Let us not speak of it. And I grab my crucifix again. We know the gun scared it away, though. Where did where did Grigor go? I look around and don't see him. I Someone should come back with a whole uh, armful of rifles. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I take a I take a rifle. I put. I strap it over me. <laughs> I figured that the rifles were still on the sled, so I wasn't going down there. We uh, we uh, 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 should not be left alone anymore. Stay in groups. Well, it's getting dark, and we certainly cannot uh, make our way back on foot at night. So uh, we're going to. We have to uh, set up camp here on the ship well Oleg found a door that locks maybe there are other doors that locked we can stay in one of those let's keep looking I suggest we go down to the lower decks while there is still some light I suggest we don't split the party anymore agreed <laughs> All right, so you are heading down to the main deck, is my understanding. I'm going to take my parka off and take my red shirt off and put my parka back on. No uh, <laughs> no need to worry about the locked door that Oleg told, told you about, correct? Uh, we could kick it in, but there's... Then, we would have to barricade it if we hid in there. I, I, I think I think we may want to just find out if there's something behind this door that may or may may be worth looking at. All right. Let's, can I uh, can I kick it? Yeah, someone kick can it, kick it in. Someone can make me a strength roll. 
I'll try first. <laughs> it's not going to go well, but I'm going to try. Um, yeah, I know. Oh, little, oh, little brother. <laughs> move, move aside, Oleg. I, I kick it, perhaps, I kick it, and then I kick it, and then like, and then like fly backwards. Perhaps <laughs> two of us can take a bench from the parlor and batter the door. No need, Gregor. I hold my hand up. I say, Ludmilla, can you help me up, please? <laughs> I got a, I got a fifteen, and my strength is fifteen. <laughs> she grudgingly helps you up. Yeah, so yeah, like with a look of of shame against uh, to his brother Pavel, like bust bust the door down, and uh, yeah, you find yourself into a small cramped office. There are bookshelves lined with journals. There's a desk straining under piles of papers. Uh, there is a stout sea chest under the desk. And uh, that, so it's just a small purser's den, you know, like a small office, as it were. After I brush the shame off of my, off of my uh, trousers, um, AKA dirt and dust and whatever, um, I look through the journals on the, on the bookshelves and whatnot and see if there's any, any additional notes either there or on the desk or something like anything, anything that could potentially have more any more information or observations on what we have witnessed so far uh sure absolutely um so you find you know you, you search through the papers for a few minutes um so you know everybody else has a couple minutes to think about what what they want to do in the small room um you find yourself a, a cargo manifest you know, tells you all the stuff, but what, what catches your eye about this cargo manifest besides, you know, like food, you know, X amount of barrels of vodka, all this amount of food. What you notice is that some of the food has like some of the crates of food were dumped out at some point to make room for gold in this cargo manifest. Mm -hmm. And that is like a, like an odd thing that catches your eye about about that, about this. Oh, Oni. Oh, Oni. This, this, uh, now, because I, and I say this not knowing what he found, right? So Correct. I say it. So I, oh, Oni, and looking through all of these journals, like, uh, it, it's, take a look at, look at this manifest and tell me if you see something, something odd. Well, I, Take a look at it. Do I do I notice the food dump for gold? Uh, absolutely, you do, and you you know you know that if that much food would it just it doesn't make any sense to have you know you you pack a boat for the food you need to dump food is just it doesn't make any sense to you why somebody would do that. Yeah, so I, so you you see it too, yes. Yes, da. Just bit of golds, and they got rid of the food. So bro brother, brother, they dump, they, they, they dump food from this boat to, to. to well, what is what? Before we, gold. before we go further with the questions of that, what does everybody else want to do in this little room? Is anybody else interested in? Well, Oni's gonna like Oni's gonna his coat to see if he feels the note from earlier as this happens. 
you're gonna feel the note like I'm gonna try to like feel feel the note make sure I still have it like in the pocket I put it yeah in. so like you know maybe for the last you know <clears throat> half, like it's just it's been on your mind you just keep looking at it and there it is there's your name there's those Oni Bogdanov like you run the ship you're you are given command of this whole flotilla all, all these boats and everything on it you're in command of it and it it's just like you can't you, you just keep looking at it and you know you pull it out there it is again there's your name Oni Bogdanov it's it's strange he's there a it is. medic he's a medic why yeah, a medic in uh, all the ships it's weird but yeah uh, Igor's gonna uh, look through to try to find like transcription logs to see where they were headed or maybe from but whatever if that's a possibility all right, so you're you know you're going through journals and um basically uh they the uh they didn't have a fixed destination is what is what the issue mm. what, what what you notice and that's kind of odd to you that this whole fleet you know they there's there's this whole fleet they 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 left certain areas but they didn't have a set that's destination and that that kind of is odd for you but you also mm-hmm. notice that that they did um call for an SOS at one port near the Dixon seaport as a guide would i know where the Dixon seaport was or in relation to where we're at sure um it is in the middle of the sea route between Murmansk and where you know, your survey is supposed to be so kind of like this right. large bay area there's there's another seaport that you're aware of and midway between here and there is where this um sos seems to have come from so igor says to the group well what i can uh, discern from this is uh they had no route and i think their destination was right here yes they have nowhere else to go. Grigor and Ludmilla and Pavel, what have, what have you been doing for these last few minutes? As everybody's done their investigation. I've been rifling the sea chest. Absolutely. I knew somebody was rifling that sea chest. It's a uh, mimic. <laughs> you stick to it. We are back in D&D land as it mimics you. No, no, no. Um, We got a, well, I'm, I'm just rolling some stuff here. You find 43 silver coins. You find yourself a nice, richly bejeweled Fabergé egg. It's a beautiful piece. And, and not only is it beautiful, but as you like, like grab it, you feel warmth coming off of it, even through your large gloves that you're wearing. You know, I'm sure you're wearing out here in the, out here. Nice. There's still like, there's a heat to it. There's there's warmth to it. it, it and as you as you even pull it out of the um, as you pull it, I, I, do you pull it out of the sea chest? Are you keeping this you know close to your vest? What do you yeah, you tell me? Uh, I'm holding it in both hands with a sense of wonder and just look what I found. Yes, you. I mean, and and this is like the first. No, you've been out on this ice, you know, this, this tundra for weeks now. It's cold. It's bitter. It's, it's, even though it was, you know, like you came, 
at the end of summer, it's it's been cold, and it like the nights are even colder, and you get your fires, you you start that. But this is like true. This this egg is giving just this warmth that you haven't felt in a long time. This is like back home underneath the giant blanket covers, just comforting warmth. And and as you pull it out, you know, like you, you even you know notice that you see some of the walls glistening where there used to be frost. Like the the warmth of this egg is even spreading up just enough to to melt a little bit of the ice that's out here. That might be useful for the frozen uh, dork at the end of the gallery. I will put it in my pocket if nobody uh, takes interest. I'm not looking into the room. I'm staring out behind us, sort of thousand-eyed stare, uh, and making sure that I don't hear or see anything. All right. Ludmilla, what are you up to? Uh, I notice Oni looking very suspicious, grabbing something in his pocket and looking at it, and I want to see if I can figure out what it is. All right, why don't you roll me dexterity as you kind of stealthily over, over, over. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, no, definitely not. I mean, you've, not you've, dexterous. Oni's like very surreptitiously looking at this, you know, like you see him, you, like, you know, he's looking and why don't you roll me another D20 just to see uh, what happens here. All right. Um, well, I got a thirteen, but my dex is eight. So yeah, Oni, you know, you've noticed full well that Ludmilla is completely <laughs> eavesdropping on you. Like she, she Being like knocks, she knocks over some papers as as you know she's trying to get closer to like look over your shoulder and as you 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 look at your note one one more time, get that last glance and then fold it up and put it away and go, Ludmilla, what the. Oh. oh, nothing, nothing. Um, you know, just uh, uh, just just trying to look around. Yes, look. You did you did uh, you find something in, on this boat? No, not from uh, not from my wife. Hmm. I've never seen that before. We've been together for a few weeks now. Ooh. <laughs> Well, I haven't, haven't, uh, haven't needed to look at it. it uh, the the thing we saw outside it uh, it rocked me a little. Got to uh, reassure myself. Okay. Private. If you I'm say sure, so. I am sure everything. I'm I'm sure everything is everything is fine. Ludmilla on the up and up with with Oni. He is he is fine. He's fine. Educated, educated, uh, a, a doctor support for us to, for our team, and he has done great work for us over the last however long we've been here. I know how wonderful Oni is. He does not need you to talk him up. He is God damn great medic. <laughs> she is not picking up what Oleg is throwing down. <laughs> Man, I wish there was persuasion checks in this game. <laughs> all, it's all conversation, and Ludmilla says no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just go, I just go, fine. 
when you are when you are when you are cut open by this by this by this crazy beast we'll see how how we'll see how you feel then about about yeah. help from other people yeah going full <laughs> incel wow <laughs> Damn. Um, all right so that is uh you know like that is the 15 minutes or so you've spent in this area this long turn i don't think this room looks very defensible perhaps we should uh find another area that we can barricade i mean it is it is small so so it would be hard for something to get to us but i i, I don't think that we'd be very comfortable in this room So what do you say? There is, um, you know, you can go down the four sta stairs again to the main deck, or there, if somebody did find the um, aft staircase, the opulent aft staircase, to also head down to the main deck. What will it be? Bigger staircase. I think we can get more lines of sight if necessary. <clears throat> Oh, uh, you said there was a frozen door at the end of the uh, gallery. Uh, yeah, that, that, if... that actually led to the. Um... Oh, so it wasn't like frozen. I did go through it then. Yeah, it, it just uh, it headed to the lounge. All right. Uh, Sorry for the confusion. Down is down is down. We just which staircase as uh, Pavel asked. So yeah, you go down the the aft staircase, which is the larger one found from the um, uh, whatever room that was. That was the that was the lounge that you uh, you you further went in. So Pavel found the lounge, found the large. You go down to the main deck, um, you, which you know you would think would be filled with passenger suites. It's also filled with passenger bodies. Uh, the main deck is in utter darkness. Uh, the few portholes that are on the main deck are buried deep in the snow, and only outlines are visible when you do not have your flashlights, but I assume you all put those on, right? Yeah. And in, oh, yeah. In, in, in the stillness and the quiet of this, um, this as you head down to this main deck, um, you hear just, just very faintly, very faintly, a ship's bell echoing through the hallways. Did you all hear that? Does it sound like it's just uh, there's no waves to uh, move the ship? No, it sounds very much like a, like an alarm. Perhaps someone's still living. Uh, shall we head towards the rifles drawn towards the bell? But sure, but as 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 you head down, you you are in a large dining hall, is where this opulent staircase went down. Um, you know, the it's so dark. It, it's it's like you shine the lights on. It's a very large dining hall. Um, it could fit, you know, dozens, if not a hundred people. Uh, there's pillars propping up the long, you know, the room. There are long dining tables. Um, there are, you know, other hallways coming to and fro this room. 
Um, on the opposite side of you, you see a set of double doors. And yeah, I mean, there's there's bodies around, obviously, you know, like you, you found in other spots. Somebody wants to roll me a D20 to give a, you know, kind of idea of who, why don't we, Ludmilla, why don't you roll me a D20 tell me what the body is, a good body you find. Uh-huh. Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, yeah. Um, someone, you see somebody, like, chewing on somebody else, like, like a body that was chewing on somebody else's, uh, another body. But this, you know, the one that is chewing has been shot. But they mm. were like, as if they Deserved were, it. they were mid eating somebody and they got shot. Oh, geez. Well, this is what happens when you jettison food. But yeah, you're in this large dining area and there's, you know, like I said, there's hallways going to and fro. And <laughs> on the opposite side of you, there is uh, a double door with portholes. That must be kitchen. Hey, Oleg, uh, grab yourself new fork. <laughs> but it only has one, one part to it anymore. It's like a toothpick now. Okay. But there are plenty of forks on the table. I swap it out for a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and this time I take two forks. Uh, so as you as, as you um you, you, know, you, you grab a fork from off one of the plates, something catches your eye, and it is a porcelain doll, an old you know it's it's marred by age and frost, and it, it's on a you know small one of the smaller family tables that you just grabbed on, and next to this porcelain doll, this you know this creepy little doll that's just staring at you. But not only is the creepy doll staring at you, but also the shriveled up human eye on the plate next to the doll is also staring at you. Nope, 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 nope. You can make me a will save. I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's, it's over, right? Meet, meet or beat, right? It's under meet or beat. Uh, okay, cool. Great. Yeah, I failed. All right. Uh, so, but, but just by one point, though. Well, you only lose one point too. So, you lose okay, cool. one point of will, and you let out like a scream. You know, the, you you can't and inadvertently you just like ah, you know, like you can't help. Oh it. yeah. You know, it's oh, just, I scream, it, it's, I scream, I scream, and a and and a couple octaves higher than I talk. Right. And like I it's, smash, and I <laughs> smash the eyeball on the table with my hand, like out of just just like like in. Like just instinctual reaction of grossness as I look away, I go, ah, and like like swat at it. Very good. Yeah, that's you know, you all hear that. Oh, like it's having an issue back there. And and, and do nobody we want checks to on me. Brave the night with the Krampus, or do we want to stay on this creepy boat? <laughs> nobody gives a shit about Oleg. <laughs> Poor Oleg. <laughs> God Poor. damn. Stay on, stay on target here, Oleg. Could you do stub your toe? There was there there was a frozen eyeball on table. You want frozen eyeball on table, brother? No. Yes, I, I think I think not. Thank you very much. And here's creepy doll, and I throw cre I throw the creepy doll at him too. I 
before it even gets to me. I knock it down. <laughs> no creepy dolls. <laughs> uh, I guess we continue down through the uh, dining room. So yeah, as you get closer to those double doors at the end, um, it's it starts to you start noticing the smell of fresh baking coming from those doors. Yeah, this isn't getting any less creepy. Why don't I just roll a will save <laughs> right now? <laughs> no, I mean, why is kitchen still running? All right, go ahead and make me that will save. <laughs> they have no food. They just have gold. They only have gold. They're cooking. They're cooking crew. Oh, I got a twenty, so it's automatic fail. Oh, dude! I mean, as much as that Fabergé egg reminded you of home. And you know that that was comfort, but this smell. This is. I don't. Does Grigor have a wife? Uh, no. I, actually, his backstory. I think he got like kind of exiled here to the. He's done survey after survey in the far north, so I don't think he does. <laughs> well, th- this is th- this is childhood. What is Grigor's favorite dish that his mother made? You know, when he was growing up, when he was just a young little Grigor, when. In, in 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 Russia before the fall when things were still fine, you know, before it the changes. The, just just this It has to be the dill and cucumber salads that oh, uh, had in the summer kitchen. Yeah, just you could smell that dill, right? You could smell that that fresh it's it's summer to you, right? Like this is like you have the warm egg in your pocket, you smell that dill, you smell that cucumber, and you just can't help yourself. You've been eating, you've eaten so much tinned food in the last months, years of your life. Like when was the last time you had a fresh, just fresh herb cucumber? Oh, it's not, so delicious to you. Not in 10 years. Oh, you want to, you just, you just want to open that door. You just want to go, go in there. You I just want, it, want that food. <laughs> at the fast pace, fast walk, I, Go to the door and just push them open. Uh, yeah, so you 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 enter the galley, the kitchen galley, and you know this is a you know there's cooking equipment all about supplies. You see gas ranges, you see the coal stoves, shelves lined with cans and boxes, and you know that's that smell of dill. As soon as you open that door, it immediately turns the smell of rot and mildew. Um, you see one of the baking racks open up and just fungus and mildew are spilling out. But yet that's, you can smell the, the dill still like despite all like the fungus that you know is there. Like it's, it's kind of a strange mix. It almost, in fact, it does make you gag. Make me another will save. All right. Uh, A 16 and my will is nine. Yeah. Like you just wretch. You just like, just this, it's, it's doing something to your psyche. This, this moldy, mildew smell of rot with this wonderful smell of your youth. Just the, the mixture of it just busts your senses up. You take one will damage and you just puke and it's just nasty. And, and it's just like, it's, it's a very much like, it's almost like it's ruined that memory for you. That's how bad it is. But the galley continues onward, uh, eventually leading to the fourth staircase. 
And coming from that fourth staircase, you hear that uh, that bell a little bit. It's still faint, but it's still it's louder in the, in this area. And um, you also notice on a butcher's table, there's a severed finger with a ring on it. Oh, nice. Well, first, I, I assume everybody's coming in the kitchen with me, and so I'm not the only one to see that. No, I think, uh, I, I, I mean, yeah, d- depending on what everybody else does, yeah. I will first take time to rinse my mouth with vodka, and uh, then I will continue to explore. Uh, nice ring. Is it? Uh, is there any feature to a wedding ring, or is it a signet? It is a it is a signet ring. It is it has a rosy Rosicrucian signet. I know I've heard of the Rosicrucians. I'm not familiar entirely with what a Rosicrucian signet would look like, but by all means, Google a Rosicrucian sig- right symbol, up. and that will tell you what the signet looks like. You said the bell's a little bit louder. Yeah, so like the the end of this kitchen galley that um, that Grigor is looking through he is is another staircase. This is that tiny the uh, the smaller um, four staircase that you went down to the other deck to, but it is coming louder from the lower decks in this area. Hold on a second, please. Go ahead. All right, I. I shine my light down the stairs to see if I see anything. Um, um, you so like you point it down, and the staircase keeps going down and down, and the ground it looks like sludgy and black at the very bottom of the staircase, and that's all you can make out from here. Uh, there are more hallways that would lead to more areas on this main deck if you were so inclined to do that. And at I, this, I go ahead. I will sling my rifle, and as, as well as the ring that I pocket, I will uh, take the meat cleaver from the shop, the butcher's block. Uh, since we're in close quarters now. Give me a moment to um, take a, a refreshment break. You guys talk amongst yourself about what you found. I don't want to go down the stairs because if it's wet down there, we're not going to find a place to camp for the night. So we should stay on this floor. Uh, I agree. I think we can have, we can, might need to be less picky about uh the quarters we uh, barricade. Yeah. We need we need to just not be in the same room with creepy doll. Agree. Any bodies we find? Any creepy dolls? Any like oven full of fungus? We remove from the room before we barricade. Now, this weird egg in my pocket that I think is making everything warm, is that just me, or do you guys feel this too? I am not feeling the egg in your pants pocket. 
I, I, I hold it out, out. out my hand. I, hold I it out showed my hand it to you earlier before I pocketed it. I pull it back I, out. And do you any anybody feel the warmth from this? I hold out my hand and say, you can put it in my hand, I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll put it in your hand. Yeah, it's very Thanks. warm. It's very warm to Oleg as well. So, oh, this this is quite wonderful. And I start, I, start, like, I start rubbing my armpits <laughs> a bit. Of, like it just not like not like directly armpits, like over over my <laughs> over my like in between my jacket and long johns, right? So I'm like I'm like trying to warm up myself a little bit, and then I give it back to him. I say, oh, I thought oh that was that was wonderful. Thank you. Okay, so I'm not just crazy. Maybe, Ludmilla, are you cold? And I say it in the least offensive way possible. And yet it still comes out <laughs> creepy, Oleg. <laughs> no, I'm used to cold. I spend I spend much time with in in school, very, very little time learning proper social skills. Except with <laughs> except with brother. We Pavel and I, we can always talk to each other, and no matter how mean we might be, we still we are brothers. We we survive together. This little shit is right. <laughs> See what I mean? This is bringing up traumatic memories for me. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, that's uh. You know, like what what um. At this point, so like you, you know, you're talking, mm. you're, you're feeling the egg, and despite the warmth of it, Oleg is still feeling the cold shoulder from Ludmilla. <laughs> and uh, you know, at this point, you hear you hear a shattering of glass and a thump from above you, Ooh. like a heavy, you know, like I mean, it's a heavy thump and the shattering of glass echoing down his hallways. Take a room, go, go, go. We all gonna like shuffle into different rooms, like Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo style. <laughs> all, the guys in, all the guys in the guys in here. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> Igor, if you don't mind, Igor, Ludmilla, and Pavel go into one room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going into the same goddamn room. <laughs> <laughs> already barricaded what do we do <laughs> <laughs> all right so you 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 enter you know you all enter a room you know you go down a random hallway you enter some quarters uh you're just a, you're just you find yourself in a labyrinth of hallways as you've left you know the galley you know the kitchen galley and the dining hall you're just hallways and rooms of the floor is slick with ice um, you know, you find storage rooms, but you do find some crew quarters. With crew in them? What? Are there, is there crew in them? Yeah, of course there. Roll, roll, roll me a d20. 11. 11, yeah. Uh, there's, there, there, as you're going, you know, you, you enter one of the crew quarters and there are several bodies uh, by the wall. Uh, with multiple shot wounds, uh, almost as if they were lined up and executed. Maybe that's that's possibly what happened in this room. I think we remove the bodies before we hole up here. I'm starting to wonder if 
rather than be defensive, we should be offensive and go upstairs and check out what that thump was. Okay, you first, you first my friend. I take, I take another drink of. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. I take another drink of vodka before I follow. Igor, Igor, Igor should go first, brother. Why? Yeah, why? He seems like he seems like tough knowledge guide. I spit on you, Oleg. So am I. <laughs> oh fuck's sake, I'm trying to look out for you. You never I'm pick up out, on that shit. I'm looking out for all of us. Likely story as I wipe spit off I, my face. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to be executed in my sleep in a small room in the dark. I agree, Yorgor. You're very brave. You take you take Frontier. I yes. <laughs> I already shot at that thing once and it screamed. <laughs> that means it can be hurt. Oh please by all means, brother, then you go first. I will do not go let first. me do not let me do not let me stop you. So that sounds like a vote for going back upstairs to see what you could see, huh? Yep. All right. Um, one shoulder, uh, meekly learn hand. I'll so you, you do know there are two ways up. There is the aft stairwell that you came down. This is a kind of the larger, more fancy stairwell leading up to the upper deck. Or there is the four staircase, which is the more narrow passageway that you did not take down. The big one. The big one, it is. All right. Um, you go upstairs. Bot me, whoever's behind me, just in case. You all have guns. It's definitely not Oleg. You all have guns. I did grab enough rifles for us all. If we didn't get enough, there was the shooting gallery. So everyone should have a rifle. Okay. And so you had you head up to the um the lounge and there is nothing there in the lounge, but it you know that that leads off to the um <clears throat> the smoking room leads back to the shooting gallery and eventually back towards the saloon, which is where, yes, so that's, that's, that's that. And we don't have any sense of where the thump we heard was or the, the glass. All, all you know is that you heard glass, like a shattering of glass and the large thump, but you know, no, no idea where. All right. And we don't see that here. So let's keep moving on to see if we can find it. The smoking room to the shooting gallery. Where will what will it be? Smoking room. Uh yeah. So you 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 know you open the door here and it's the same scene as before with the the five coal stokers covered in suit and dirt with the look of horror on their faces and dead. But otherwise, it is quiet here. Shooting gallery. Let's do it. So yeah, you go into the shooting gallery and um. Igor, at this point, you do notice that, like, you were the one who spent the most time here contemplating uh, the, the, what you saw, what you 
this, what you've seen, and you notice that you know nobody else would notice this, but it seems to you like some of the bodies have been one of the at least one or two of the bodies have been moved. I did uh, retrieve rifle from here, so I moved bodies too. Not like that. Well, it could be that. Uh, it, uh, it, uh, <laughs> it, that one was there was frozen completely into the ice. Not now, that guy there. was not unsealing before, so yeah. that's new. This crap, Krampus is in there, I can tell. He's, <laughs> he knows where How we're at. Bullets does it take to kill a Krampus, Igor? Well, just one. If uh, you point it at your head, and he kind of <laughs> nods over at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy was still eating, so it didn't help. <laughs> to the saloon? Yeah. Hmm? All right. I you will be jackpot here. <laughs> you enter the saloon, and, you know, you know that this this room was kind of the the brightest lit room of that you'd seen before, but you know at, at this point now you've spent you spent a few hours out here on the ice. It is the the light is fading quickly. It is very dim, and you notice you know you at first you know like a like a you feel a cold breeze coming in from up above you, and you think oh man one of those skylights must have broken. This is probably where that glass heard. And then you notice, you know, you, you shine the lights around and you notice one of the tables is not actually a table as you just, what you thought was a table at first glance stands up a large 10 foot creature matted with blood on, you know, teeth. You just see teeth and red eyes and just blood on its maw. And on his claws, this big white fur, white fur monstrosity. I would like everybody to make me a will save. Oh. Uh -oh. As this, this creature stands in front of you with his hungry gaze. Well, my will was 12, but then it went down to 11 and I rolled a 12. So, Well, that does not help you at this point, does it? <laughs> it would have. I got a five, and so I pass. I rolled over. I also yeah. rolled over. All right. So, any any successes? I got a two. I was under. Grigor uh, succeed. And is there anything for like the worst? I mean, I missed it by fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, if you, I would say Igor, just like you run, like that's there. There's something about this hulking mass of a monster that just scares the crap out of you and you just like you know like it's jokes yeah Krampus yeah I'm snowman yeti these shit you don't believe, you don't like deep down you're like this is it's it is stories it's you know like you've never seen anything but now you have and just that idea is just it, it it's it's destroyed you uh you you're gonna drop a will point from that also and you just run and Oni and Grigor, you're able to do something. Um, I'm getting off this where, boat. He screams, but yeah. <laughs> Since I'm standing right behind uh, Pavel, I kind of have meat shield. I 
ready my uh, meat cleaver for if he comes to attack us. I can, like, uh, swipe at its arm. I mean, it's coming to attack you, so I guess... I uh, will swipe at its arm. All right. And Oni, what what would you like to do? Oni, uh, having one of those rifles from the shooting gallery, is just going to pull it up and try to get a shot off at it. All right. Um, I will tell you... I will tell you this, Oni, that this creature is going to get there before you act. So that could be fine for you if that's what you want. Or you can make a dexterity save to try to move yourself up on the dexterity order, like the initiative order. The initiative order is dexterity based. So it's going to go Igor, Grigor, then this creature, then Oni. Igor, Grigor. (laughs) Yeah. Igor, Grigor, and the... Lounge and body. What was the name of the band earlier? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, Oni will go ahead and do that. He'll try to move himself up in the decks order here. Yeah, uh, go for it. Roll, roll, to, roll the deck save. Trying to get the shot off before. It was a natural twenty. So, oh man! <laughs> in other games, that's amazing. <laughs> no, no. I'm fumbling with the rifle. I'm not going to get up before. Yeah, so that doesn't happen, but. I have my wits about me, but I, I so yeah, like you know, like Pavel, you're you're a front, unfortunately, you're frozen to fear, unfortunately. So it's going to claw you, unfortunately. <laughs> For the record, I was trying to get it before, so you know. Sorry. I know, but we, but, but so what? What's going to happen is that like this is all like a simultaneous thing. Uh, you guys are going to roll, I, I guess, Grigor, you roll your damage for the rifle, which is a D8. Um, uh, no, using a, a cleaver. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a D6 because it's a sharp. I was swinging at its uh, claws as the claws were swimming at the uh, bobble. All right. So you can roll that. D6. Yeah, D6. That was a six. Well, six is nice. So, yeah, like you, you know, you managed to like dig your thing into it just as it's clawing Pavel. Pavel, you are taking five damages. Okay. And then, oh, actually, uh, Oni, you roll for me too, I, I guess, you know, with, with your gun, with your rifle. Uh, and that's a D8 for a And rifle. that is a D8, yes. Five. So yeah, actually, like with between all this this action that like your rifle goes goes wide because what happens when you're all attacking one creature is that only one one of the damages oh. goes. That's just how the rules is. And since okay. Rigor rolled a six, it goes above that. You know, it's, it's better than that. So, uh, so yeah, this thing uh, takes a big swipe at Pobble, but it also gets. Uh, a, a cleaver rab- jabbed into its, you know, the meat of its arm, but it's, you know, the, the blood is still out, but it roars at you. Um, and everybody else had failed, so let's go back to Igor, who you've, you're running away, right? What, where are you- so Igor knows exactly what he's doing. There's that snowbank right behind the parlor uh, from the collapsed ship wall, and he just he scrambles over that way. And uh, he's just going to start clawing up at the snow and the ice to try to see if he can, like, he's, he's 
literally just trying to run away. Trying to like get out of the, off the boat like completely. He's just he's right. he, he's frantically running. He's leaving his comrades behind. Uh, why don't you make me a? Uh, <laughs> he's so make, terrified. Make me a dexterity uh, saving throw. All right, twelve is under a seventeen. Well, there you go. So you you know you're you're able to scramble over this ice and like you head back. You know you're just you're just running on the running on the ice, right? So that's that's you. So he manages to get break breakthrough. Yeah. Okay, so I guess maybe as he's screaming and yelling, you hear him fade off, and you know maybe maybe the party notices that <laughs> he made its way out. But right, so he's not, but he's not concerned with that. I'm just hoping the party knows. <laughs> <laughs> party knows that you've run off like a coward. <laughs> All right, let's um, you know, everybody else can tell me what they want to do. Uh, knowing full well that it goes Grigor, then this monster, and if anybody wants to move closer up in this order, please let me know now, and tell me what you're doing. I'd like to shoot right. my rifle, and I'd like to go before the monster if I could. Then roll me a dexterity to try to go before the monster. I rolled a 7, and my dex is 10. You are able to move yourself up in the initiative order past the monster. I will uh, slash at it again with the cleaver again. All right. To, maybe I'll chop its claw, uh, his uh, hand off. How did I miss again. putting Ludmilla on here? Goes because you're all the way at the bottom. All right, so that's you know I know what um, I know what Grigor is doing. I know what Pavel is doing. What is Oleg doing? What is Oni <laughs> doing? And what is Ludmilla doing? Um, let's go. Uh, let's go with down in, in the order I have. Oni, what are you doing? Uh, Oni is going to try to load up another rifle round here uh, and backpedal as much as as possible to try to get away from where the action's happening. All right. um, That brings me to Oleg. What is Oleg doing? Oleg? Oleg is unmuting. (laughs) Sorry. I forgot my name for a second. (laughs) Um... Oleg is going to, uh, although he's got the rifle strap on his strap to his back, he's actually going to pull out the pistol that he's been carrying this whole time, um, and fire the pistol at the at the monster. Okay, and then Ludmilla. Then what? Uh, backing up and firing off a rifle. Hopefully. All right. So why don't we? You know, and this thing is going to slash at. Oh man. It's actually going to try to bite at Grigor because Grigor did some damage to it. So why don't everybody roll their, you know, damages? <clears throat> see where we're at. What's what do I roll for that? D eight. Uh, D eight. The gun. No, the pistol's a D six. Okay. Got I got a four damage. Three one four. Three. I got an eight. Yay! Nice. Eight. So. Here's Hopefully what happened. Kill him before like, I get bit. <laughs> unfortunately, so like Grigor, you're you slash at it, but like you know, then the scrum of of it, you know, like the roaring and the fear, you totally miss. Uh, Pavel, like you 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 shoot off a, a rifle, but it goes wide. Uh, the monster, the creature, slashes at Grigor or bites at Grigor, doing five damage to Grigor. 
All right, so I have four hit points, so uh, I'm so not. So the hit points zero. are zero, and then your strength drops by one. By one, and do I have to make a roll now? Yes, make me a um, saving throw against your new strength roll. I got a five, which is under eleven. Uh, then it is not a critical hit, despite you know taking your hit points completely down. It is not critical. Uh, so he that hit uh, my shoulder and the rifle was there and uh, saved part of me. So Pavel, we said you miss Oleg. You're you know like uh, maybe you haven't actually ever used a rifle or a pistol during your school days. <laughs> uh, you know we're all we're, we're just going with that, and you totally miss. But Ludmilla, with you know just waiting patiently in the back, takes out her rifle and shoots this creature right in its evil red eye, and it collapses down with onto the ground dead at, at your feet this monstrosity killed the wampa or the krampus or the yeti we, we're not quite sure uh, maybe oni can diagnose right so this is not one of the monsters I know about well, to be sure it's dead first and how do you be sure it's dead oni <laughs> How do you be sure it's dead? Pony tries to fire another bullet at it. Absolutely. You, yeah, you, you unload you some more some more shots into it and yeah, like more blood comes out of it, but that that's that. That's the end of the story. That is the end of the monster, at least. As as far as you can tell, it is it is dead. On. It it looks, I mean, to you, like looking at it now, you're like, yeah, this is, you know. This is a polar bear, but just the sheer mass of it and just the viciousness of it, there's something more beyond just a polar bear. There's something unnatural about it, but that is where we're at. Uh, We are also at the time where we normally end, and I think this is a great spot to end the adventure right now. I say before we go that uh, I don't have enough sample preservation fluid for this thing. <laughs> and I take another drink. <laughs> level up? Absolutely. Level up, which, um, uh, yeah. You get a long rest. Can I get my hit points back? Um, all, the, all the levels. I get an extra match. I think you're back at the base camp. <laughs> oh, oh, well, if we're going to end it, Igor goes out there. He, he, uh, He's just he's skittering in the darkness. He, he hears nothing. He realizes he's by himself. He's shaking. He, he goes to grab his opium pipe. I, I guess I, he's got opium. I'm assuming it's like a pipe. I don't know what they sure, do. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right. he, he grabs it, and as he lights it, he drops his flashlight down on the ice. And takes... He's panting. And then his flashlight shatters. Beautiful. We will we'll, we will pick up on that thread. See what happens to Igor and the rest of our, our Russian surveying team uh, next week, shall we? That was a lot of fun. Character, right. I guess. Cool. That, that was that good. Was awesome. I, you know, I hope you enjoyed it. So yeah. that was great. I got very different. Cool. I like the uh, setting. I definitely have more for next week, and we'll see. You know, we'll see where next weekend gives us. You know, Bill. Sounds good. Awesome. I, guess, I guess I'll let you know at the end of night next week whether or not we're done or whether or not there's more. So sounds good. Uh, how many of us are dead? 
month out. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're about like a month out. Right? <laughs> month out, got it. Right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> See y'all guys later. Greetings, comrades. We hope you enjoyed part one of Ice Fleet. I know I sure did. I cannot wait to see how much worse it gets for our comrades as they continue to investigate the mysteries that await them. Do you think Igor will make it? Tune in for part two and find out. If you enjoyed this RPG and would like to suggest other RPGs for the Wednesday night crew to play when we take breaks from Eberron Adventures, message us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Eberron Adventures. And thanks for listening.